Welcome to Discovering Trek, the Star Trek Universe companion presented by Fansets. Uh, this is just another incarnation of Discovering Trek, as we'll now be covering strange new worlds as well. My name's Mike Bovia, and uh, on most episodes, I will be joined by Matt from With the First Link and Yvette from the Sci-Fi Sisters. Uh, but uh, for this episode, I'm just covering the press junket that we had the privilege of being able to attend for the network. Uh, so uh, we were able to ask four questions of the cast from Strange New Worlds. Uh, so I was going to uh, throw the audio from that in here for all of you to enjoy. Um, we we're going to hold off actually a little longer because one of the questions had to do with Anson Mount covering the Space the Final Frontier monologue. But uh, since Star Trek uh, opened Pandora's box on that one, uh, we are now allowed to share that question with everybody. This episode is going to run awful short because, again, it's four questions being asked of uh, the cast. But uh, hopefully you enjoy what we were able to get. Rebecca, so are you surprised at all at how much reception people gave to Una following your performance in Discovery? Uh, it seems like it just became this character that everyone wanted to know more and more about after just a couple of episodes. Well, I, you know, again, she was never developed. So it's I, our writers are incredible and they've just we've all been having such a fun time fleshing her out. And um, it's just been this great opportunity um and and star trek is such a great platform for storytelling and uh because we're standalone episodes each episode is a different opportunity to tell a new story with important messaging and um and yeah i mean una was kind of a real mystery until until now so yeah it's been it's been a blast and also i feel very protective of her i mean you know the, the star trek fans are very protective of this canon and of these characters. And uh, so I think we're, you know, I'm a caretaker. We're caretakers. We're, we're custodians taking care of these, these characters, these beloved characters. Hey, Ethan, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good. So uh, you mentioned before how uh, you've kind of heard Leonard Nimoy's voice uh, in your head as you're doing some of these uh, some of these scenes for the show. Was there any trepidation on your part to go from a completely different Spock that you played in Discovery to now pretty much the Spock that everyone was used to seeing in the original series? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like filled with terror all the time. Um, I, I hope to not be as informed by it as much as maybe I was in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I, I want to be loved and accepted and celebrated, I guess, on some level, or my ego does. Um, I understand from an intellectual perspective that that will not occur right in totality. Like I, some people will like it. Some people will not. And, um, that's just a part of, uh, what we do, but 
Yeah, absolutely. I get, you know, new scripts. And like I said, I don't know how the heck I'm going to do it. And uh, that's informed my process in a really important way, right? I've done a lot of research and I've now had a lot of experience as the character on set on camera. And then I've got to allow a lot of space for the unknown, which is really uncomfortable, right? I think as, uh, as creatures on this earth, we want to be in control of things to, to, in order to feel safe emotionally. And, um, I've had to do a lot of sort of undoing of that impulse, I guess, um, and to welcome chaos and, and sort of live in a, in a place of the unknown. That's really important to my work. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Mike Bovia from the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Uh, this is for Jess. Uh, just wondering how much, if any, uh, you studied up on the Spock Chapel flirtation once mm. you got the role. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, yeah, definitely read into it. I read um, as much as I could on, on Majel and Chapel. And obviously the Spock relationship is a, is the major part of, of, of her um her portrayal in in TOS um so yeah I uh, I watched a bunch of TOS I did a lot of reading um yeah thank you Starfleet Command is proud to present you the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor Anson thanks for taking some time with us all here today um can you describe for me how, what your feelings were when you found out that you'd be carrying on the iconic uh, space, the final frontier opening for the show? Um, just, just to make sure this is, this is being embargoed until after the first episode. Right. Okay. Um, I knew that's one of the other few things I knew. I knew I wanted to do that speech. friend. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Like I knew I wanted to eat. I knew it. Like just man, it, it, um, and so I was very grateful when Henry and Akiva told me that I would be doing it. And we kind of, we kind of did it on the fly on the set as a temp track for the editing process. But then I I was like, you know what? I really want to, I want to make sure I got this right. Um, so they sent a bunch of equipment to my place in Connecticut. I've set up basically a sound studio in my basement. And I was there recording while our, our tech guy was in New York and our post-production crew was in Los Angeles. We're all networked and we're slogging this out. We're doing many, many takes. We're combining a sentence from this take, a sentence from that take, and making sure everything is sounding the way we want doing several versions, coming back to it. And this is back in October. And um, there, there was a moment uh, where I said, guys, can we just take a moment here and acknowledge the fact that we are going to, we are going to remember this moment for the rest of our lives. I mean, it is a select, very, very, very select group of people who gets to that has the privilege to work on the speech 
And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. And then there was a pause and I, and then it occurred to me and I said, of course you realize right now, William Shatner is in orbit, <laughs> which is also a good lesson for me. Don't ever try to outdo Shatner. Library computer data being received. So again, hope you enjoyed uh, those questions. It was a blast uh, being able to represent the network uh, for that junket. Uh, as I said, I will be joined on a weekly basis um, by Yvette from the Sci-Fi Sisters and Matt from With the First Link. And each week we will have a different fourth chair as part of our roundtable. Uh, so keep a lookout for Discovering Trek Strange New Worlds as we will be covering it here for you on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Music for Discovering Trek is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net. Discovering Trek is a production of Coconut Media Works, executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you.